Howdy! Welcome to Episode 2 of Where Are We? Today, we are joined by Blue Wolf, Don, Aaron, Stormdancer, and myself, Zephyr Nazumi. And we are going to cover a few topics that are more related to like contemporary issues uh, with the coronavirus. Okay, we're talking about the, uh, the uh, issue at hand. In the, the year 2020, there was an issue called the uh, Corona-19 virus, or COVID-19. And it is absolutely changing the way every human operates. It's even affecting us as well. Can't fly. <laughs> well, you can't fly. Trains are shut down. Uh, most stores are shut down. Restaurants are at takeaway only. Buses are stopped. There are stop. places that are sending a $5,000 fine or you're in prison if you go outside. So world has changed basically it's like it's it's a wonderful time for introverts like nothing's really changed for me <laughs> but uh yeah there are a lot of people who have a lot of different uh perspectives of what's going on and how how things should be uh, approached so uh, part of this episode is just to kind of give our uh you know give our insights as far as how to get through this situation and Maybe give some insights as far as how other people are viewing this, and I think it's very important at this time to make sure that we do try to work together and try to understand things from everybody's perspective. Uh, I see some fighting. If you look at the news, you see a lot of infighting and things like that, too, and I think really it's more important for us to try to find common ground right now and try to work together to make this a, a little easier on everybody else. Definitely. At the end of the day, <clears throat> one of the biggest things that we have right now is the less we work together, the longer this is going to continue to last and the harder it's going to be on not only, you know, emotional and mental states, but on the economy and, you know, travel restrictions and all that stuff. And this is just going to continue to drag out. So the the infighting, the finger pointing, all that stuff is really not useful. And it's very important to be able to acknowledge when you know, you've made the mistakes uh, in this situation. If you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, um, own up to it. You know, apologize to the, the loved ones around you and, and say, I'm going to try to do better in this situation and ask for help. It's, it's, there's no shame in asking for help. One of, the things, one of the things I'm amazed with is around here where I am, the, the little village, you know, came up with a, a Facebook group and there's, you know, just constant sharing. So if anyone has any resources or anyone needs any childcare or anything like that, there's somebody who is willing to step up and help. And it's been very heartening in many ways, even though the, the grander, you know, more national view is definitely more negative. There's a lot of just bad news. And every time you turn it on, it's even worse, it seems like. So I know for myself, I'm avoiding the news fairly regularly at this point yeah i hear about that i know a lot of people who who have become very distressed because um you go if you go on facebook you're you're bombarded with uh things about COVID 19 if you turn on tv you're you're bombarded again if you go to the stores you see empty shelves and again that that's just a reminder of what's going on too and it's not that uh you know i personally i, I understand that COVID 19 is very serious uh people have died from it it is a huge concern but at the same time, I think some of the things that are going on are distressing people more than they need to. And um, I, I think we do kind of need to find a way to balance ourselves and be a little more grounded in this situation. Yeah. And definitely treat, treat, especially when you're out and about, you know, 
the, the workers that are at the grocery stores, at your, you know, supermarts, you know, whatever it be, Target, Walmart, whatever, you know, they're there because they have to be. They're they're making it lending and they're putting themselves on the front line. You know, don't treat them like shit. Agreed. Absolutely agree. Those people like hospital workers, doctors, people to rest, they are on the front lines and they are risking themselves every single day. Just going outside is the case of, okay, is this the day I get it? Hopefully not. No one is immune. We don't have that ability yet. That's why the world is doing what it's doing, because we're not immune to this thing and it's very dangerous now. It's scary. Like everything has changed. Like even a matter of a month, the way that I've seen society operate has gone from everything is normal to it's ghost town. It is scary out there, but we have to just band together as best as we can and just get through this and more through this and realize that we shouldn't be hoarding toilet paper. For those that don't know, that's the thing in the year 2020. It's also moved to flour now as well. It is, yeah. We can't find flour at the store. I had to buy almond flour because I can't find flour anymore at the store, which is kind of scary. It creates somewhat of an avalanche effect, too. Uh, so I have OCD, and it's kind of interesting because I've been uh, going through therapy and treatment for it. So I've actually been learning to not wash my hands as much and to not go through disinfectants as much and everything <laughs> else like this. And it's it's almost it's ironic in a sense because now when i go to the store and i try to buy some of these things because they are a necessity like i i do want to have sanitizer to make sure that i'm cleaning up behind myself and things like that too i absolutely cannot find them because people are buying like 20 bottles at a time and it's you know um it's okay to be prepared but it, it gets to a certain point where you're almost harming those that are around you because you're you're, you're kind of taking away from them. You're not allowing them to continue doing uh, the, the things that they would typically do on a daily basis, too. Uh, so All the resources. It's, it's okay to it's okay to get resources, but it, it try to be considerate about this kind of thing and try to be reasonable about what you are stockpiling. Yes, yes, because there's no way that someone needs about 20 rolls of toilet paper for a couple of months. Seriously. Uh, I kind of think it's interesting because um, I saw a TikTok video earlier where people are bored, so they're doing all kinds of things to keep themselves entertained. And there's like a challenge out there where people will build a wall out of toilet paper for their dogs to jump over. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, is this why people are hoarding the TP? I really hope not. That's just, uh, oh, you gotta love it. I mean, world's changed. We don't know for how long, but it's definitely changed. Right. It's like uh, that comedian was that I think me and Aaron seen. Uh, I think it's the case of. For some reason, people think it's a constant running effect that the coronavirus is, but it no, really is not. No, it's not. But I mean, we have to figure out ways to cope with all this, right? No, we definitely do, and there's there's different degrees, you know. Too, it, you know, for for me, I have a number of people in my family, some of my direct family, that are also immune suppressant. Um, they're they're on medications for other issues, autoimmune disorders, that you know purposely suppress the immune system. So they're more susceptible. So it's even 
more in the forefront of my mind about when I go out and about and do the thing to make sure, you know, come in and clean up. And, you know, those are the people that need some of this stuff more so. And, you know, it, some of the people who are just violating the, the processes or doing other foolish things, uh, it, it's putting a lot more people at risk. And, you know, this, this whole situation was something that could have been contained better if we had been on top of it sooner, not trying to place blame or anything like that. In this case, it's just a simple reality. Um, you know, pandemics, we understand. We, we have good models on this stuff. We know what can be done upfront. And for whatever reason, you know, those steps were not taken. Okay, so how do we move forward with this and, you know, help protect, you know, the majority here? It's, it's not about, you know, protecting a nameless person. It's about protecting someone's, you know, mother or father, grandchild, you know, wife, husband, mate, whatever. It's, it, it, you're going, probably everyone, everyone by the end of this is going to have some sort of a direct connection to this of a very bad situation or a death within the state. I already had one of those. I'm sorry. Yes, for that. it's, that's life. But now I think just handling this whole mess and coping with the isolation, because I'm a borderline introvert extrovert. So being cooped up in a house for days on end is not healthy. But this is a period that we kind of have to deal with that right now. We get our one outing a day. Yeah, yesterday we decided to take a very long drive, nearly, what, 200 miles? We drove in a massive circle just to get out of the house. So, so wait, you were chasing your tail? We were chasing our tails, all (laughs) 10 of them. Yeah, ended up uh, way out by Maine. The sea was kind of foamy. It was very foamy at Cape Elizabeth. We went up to Ossipee, over to Portland, back down to uh, the seacoast of New Hampshire. Nice drive, though. While um, while it can be tough being cooped up and locked up on down on quarantine uh, for those people, it can be just as tough, if not tougher, for the the essentials who have to go out and and still work on the front lines, the back lines, whatever it is that needs done to keep things running. Uh, we don't know who we're going to contact that may or may not have it. We have to. Um, you know, wash hands, wash hands, wash mm-hmm. hands, sanitize, watch what we touch, watch what we breathe on, watch bre- who breathes on us. And just none of us want to bring no. this home. But, you know, when you put it that way, though, it, it's almost like people just need to be mindful of themselves and others. And really, like, they, they don't need to have this sort of panic behind things they need to be like okay this is where i am this is I, I don't have it or i don't think that i have it this is what i need to do to make sure that i don't get it if i don't already have it this is what i need to do to make sure that i don't give it to others if i do have it and this is what i need to do to safeguard those that are around me who may be uh, again like immunosuppressant or something along yeah. those lines like it's just i don't think there's a need to to panic per se it's more for me uh, trying to focus and figure out how to be more mindful in the moment about how to deal with these things and how to kind of how to continue working toward getting things back to normal with minimal disruption but also be mindful of again of what's going on yeah panic will will get you in trouble panic causes trouble you got to keep thinking a few steps ahead okay i gotta do this these steps in this order 
and take it, those extra precautions, take do that little bit of extra work, just be safe for everyone. Speaking of precautions, you just reminded me of something. Because everything's been shutting down. Now, Asterians, I personally like going on hikes, and so does uh, Don. He loves doing hikes as well. It's our way to get away from it all. The problem that we've been seeing is that because everything is getting shut down, all these people, these humans, are just coming down to all the hiking trails. And what usually would be like maybe one car, two car there, you see dozens of cars at the hiking trails, and they're just full. And the problem with that is, especially right now with this virus, it's highly contagious. The issue I see is, well, that's a great way to get infected now, isn't it? So one thing that we've decided to do is when we go hiking, we go really early. We're talking about we're awake at 6 and we're on the trail at 7 in the morning. There is nobody out at that hour. So what I'm saying is that if you want to go hiking, just be cognizant. If the trail is full, don't go. If the trail is empty, Mm -hmm. okay, go for it. But if you really want to beat the crowd, you have to wake up earlier than the crowd does. Yeah, there's places around here that I would go hike that are pretty rough wilderness in general. And to see three or four cars that are on any given day, you know, that would be a lot. And every time I've gone, it's 40 or 50 cars and just swarming with people. And that's excluding the ones that are very, you know, popular and by design accessible. So it's it's disturbing. I know for myself, um, being cooped up in the house is not good for my mental state. Um, and I'll go for a five, 10 kilometer walk at nine o'clock at night, just because I need to get out of the house. Now, it's also dead out there at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. If I see, you know, one person, that's quite a bit. Uh, so that's been helpful, but it's not the same as being into into the woods and feeling that connection that I, I commonly feel and just being able to take those breaks and enjoy some of the vantage points that I enjoy or, you know, some of the smells, uh, in, in the feel of everything. Um, you know, it's, it's a big thing for me, uh, in the past, you know, I'll go bear pod often, you know, on some trails that I probably shouldn't, but it helps make that connection a little bit stronger for myself. But right now I can't because it's swarmed. Yeah, absolutely. We've been having that issue of it all being swarmed and like just swamped. And I guess the really big thing that's been an issue is just connecting with other people, Therians, furries, humans alike, where we really can't do that. Like if we want to go see somebody, that's not going to happen. So luckily there's this thing called the internet and we've been using Discord, Telegram, Twitter, telephones even to connect with other people mm-hmm. and i'll say you know having a child too it, it's very very difficult on the kids they don't have the context and of understanding of it and you know my daughter wants to go see her friends on a regular basis we have to talk to her every day about it and you know well you can you can whatsapp or you can facetime or you, know, you can do you can go online and play some of the games and things like that with your friends but no we can't go see them you're right that's it that you don't understand and in about 10 years or so they're going to realize how scary a period they live through but mm-hmm. for right now it's a thing you have to be aware of is that you have to protect them 
everyone has to change their their routine, they're used to their schedules. Everything's getting turned upside down. Agreed. And that's definitely hard for people to do. Um, but again, I think it's you know people need to kind of step back for a moment and. I think what I see is some people turning their own routines completely upside down. And I think in the light of what's going on, that's actually making things more difficult for them, like mentally. Uh, it's a lot to adjust to. Um, I, I think that you do have to find some degree of routine. Uh, try to do some things, again, try to find some things that are normal to you to continue doing just to kind of help you through this period. But indeed, you do have to also figure out, okay, well, there may need things that I do need to adjust. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I can go out and walk during my breaks at work or my lunch period. And that, that helps me out tremendously. I know others aren't. So it's like, how do you, how do you kind of work around the things that you need to do that you can no longer do without going crazy? Because I've seen a few people, uh, well, the gym lot really, uh, they usually have their portable, uh, gym things that they've actually brought in some of them do yes um maybe for walking sections you've got the walkers plus uh you know that little pedal um things as well they have for exercise oh yes if they bring their own equipment yes but for people who just go to the gym and suddenly they can't go to the gym it's a case of you can walk around your house walk around your yard but there are places that are so locked down that if you even try to go somewhere, they will throw you in jail. So you have to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Anything with urban density. Yeah, we're it's, not in an urban area. So be mind <laughs> Definitely do be mindful of uh, local laws and things along those lines. Even if you don't necessarily agree to them, it's probably in your best interest to try to adhere to them. So you know, don't go to jail because you disagree with how things are going on. Um, again, it's people trying to figure out how to contain this virus, how to keep it from spreading, um, just trying to do their best to get through the situation too. Speaking of local laws and stuff, one thing I would suggest is, you know, don't get too much into the news. Don't let it control you, but do keep an eye on your local news, uh, local television stations, newspapers, they will keep you keep you up to date on what the what your governor uh, decrees, uh, what the health departments in your area have uh, came down with rules and guidelines and lockdowns and openings and closings, uh, health updates, stuff like that. You, you want to keep informed locally. Agreed. Good. Good uh, advice. Yeah, there, that is actually really good advice. So it is also uh, something that was already touched, but you know, it, it is a point in time where we're seeing a lot more people that are hopping on things like Discord, Telegram, things like that too. Um, if you have the opportunity to kind of think up ways to help people become engaged with each other, like I'm kind of trying to come up with like art contests for people to jump in and contribute to things to kind of get people's attention off of the bad and again kind of like try to give them something to look forward to something good to put their energy toward um and again it might be a good time to try to get people to try to do voice chats it might be a good time to try to get people to do some other kind of group stuff uh online uh you know hi kid video games 
is a good one. Yes, video games are a good thing. And uh, just to circle back uh, before we had that temporary interruption, if anyone heard that, um, if Zeph starts putting out uh, art contests regarding tigers or anything like that, he's just trying to get free art. <laughs> I'm trying to be Tiger King version 2. No, I'm just kidding. I'm also... <laughs> I have to... Time. I've heard this rumor about something called a Tiger King. What is this? Charlie Sheen came back? <laughs> it's worse. How could it be worse than Charlie Sheen? Because it's not just like a Charlie Sheen. It's like three Charlie Sheens hating each other. <laughs> I... I... And everybody has tiger blood, and everybody has a cult. I heard a sentence. I'm trying to process the sentence still. What? <laughs> to to put it to put it lightly, um, it, my mate was watching and is like, the tigers are the only ones that are sane. <laughs> so you? Yes, exactly. Personally, I, w- I would not go that far. I will talk to him. <laughs> Slow clap for you. It's um, it's a, it's a sign of how bad things really are, I guess. That that's like the number one thing streaming on Netflix at the moment. <laughs> but you know, again, um, people need something. You know, it's it's goofy. It, it gets people's minds off of you know COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen. Um, it, it's really hard to not get drawn into the constant negativity. Um, and even if the show itself is a different kind of negativity, uh. It's still got that goofy kind of stuff, you know. It makes people laugh. It makes people be like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Wow, I've missed a lot. I've not really been paying that much attention to the national news, just the local news. You're wise. <laughs> I would definitely, yeah, I would recommend watching Tiger King over the news. It's it's more informative. It's more informative than the news is. That's is um, this is and more accurate. What is this like the Daily Show now? <laughs> I I do want to say coming back on topic is if you know reach out to others be there for each other uh check in on each other see how we're all doing in this agreed yes, yes. and so I I definitely agree there and kind of to loop back to one of the very first topics that we talked about like again with supplies I am trying to reach out to people and be like, hey, you know, I've got some excess of this. Uh, just making sure, do you, do you need any? Do you, are you okay? Try to help people out if you can with supplies and things like that. I'm actually seeing a lot of like do-it-yourself do it recipes going out for like how to make hand sanitizer and stuff. Be careful. <laughs> make sure to do your research if you're looking into these things. I agree. Uh, but I am seeing people trying to be more resourceful, which I think that's the better part of the side, uh, uh, the better part I- of these things. Absolutely. And I'll also attest to Zephyr being willing to be generous in that situation. We have, I buy like a bottle of isopropyl alcohol once a year for just general purposes, cleanings. And we, when this all hit, it was about the time for me to buy a new bottle. I've got a little bit left. And he's like, oh, I can send you some. And I'm like, I, I can live without it. I don't need it that desperately. <laughs> Actually, uh... <sighs> See, you try to be nice. Touching back on another topic about how to stay sane in all this, Don and I have decided just to make a whole bunch of videos and just put them on the interwebs and see what happens with them. You want to elaborate on that? Because that's a very wide topic. Uh, Well, apart from, what would you say, the fursuit ones? Fursuits, 
and we've done baking cookies. Oh, yeah. The baking cookies street. And just it. doing <laughs> silly stuff like going to woods, disappearing for a day, and coming back out of the woods. Yes. Yes. You know, just silly stuff. It's one of those things. It's one of those things where I really do think that laughter is the best medicine. Yes. Um, again, I am not at all saying that things like the um, the virus should not be taken seriously. You know, there, you do have to keep that in mind. Of course. But I, I think that right now, keeping each other humored and keeping each other, again, positive is going to have a tremendously big impact on this, too. Agreed. Better be uh, happy mm -hmm. and laughing versus sad and crying because this could easily send people into absolute, like, sadness and depression. So trying to find a way to make someone smile, if that includes turning Don to a taco, then we're fine. <laughs> then we're fine. Okay, okay, wait, what, what? Okay, we might need a link to whatever this video it's is. It's not a video. Not. Basically, I took Don and squeezed a uh, fold-out mattress and pushed it on <laughs> top of him. So it looked like he was a taco. I get used for everything in this place. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we like you're saying, we have to laugh. And, you know, it, laughter is letting off that pressure that, that is constantly building up. Yes. You have to relieve the pressure. If you don't relieve the pressure, well, it's a powder keg. It'll just build up, build up, build up. Next thing. And that, too, it's very important that if you feel like you're not handling this well, do reach out to people. Don't don't just kind of bury everything inside. Mm. Um, yeah, it is a, a trying time for everybody. It's very difficult, but you're not in this alone either. Uh, the support thing goes both ways. Uh, there's going to be some give. There's going to be some take. So if you need to talk to somebody, like if you feel like you're just building up and you're going to explode or you're you're incredibly anxious because you can't get outside or something like that too, try to reach out to somebody. Yeah, and as someone who's used professional counseling before myself, uh, you know, some of the online talk therapies or the phone talk therapies, they're not necessarily as good as an in-person, uh, in my personal opinion. Um, not that they're bad, um, but it talking to someone who understands this, has been trained in this, um, can help you out a lot. And it's a, an outside perspective, because if you go to your friend group, if you go to your family, they know you, they understand you, they're, they're going to, in some cases, give you really good advice, but a lot of times they can have a blind spot to you, whereas someone from the outside is going to have a fresh perspective and give you something to think about that you might not have thought about. That can be extremely helpful, mm. uh, especially in these dark times. So don't shy away. Mental, mental issues, illness, uh, or just you know depression in general, which we're going to have a lot of coming out of this. Um, is not something to be scoffed at. It's not something to be ashamed of. You know, it's it's part of, you know, what's going on here. There's a biological component and there's just, you know, pathways. You know, we're we're gonna have some some darkness here, but don't fear getting help that you need. We will get through this. We will get through this. The other good thing that might come from it as well is the fact that much more people will think about going out and being with other people and talking among other ones and going out and going on maybe some more walks with friends and stuff like that other than just being cooped uh, around the house actually constantly. connecting with other people and possibly going out into the woods more often versus being in the malls or other buildings i've had people ask me about um 
I know we've had events getting canceled, concerts, cons, uh, shows, uh, movies, outdoor festivals. I've had people come to me and ask me whether uh, what what the future of the howls That's are. A good topic. And I will say, you know, later this year there will be a few howls uh, scattered across the country: the Virginia howl, the Colorado howl, the Northwest howl up in I'm Washington. I'm planning to go to that. Um, yeah, as of now. Uh, we have no plans to uh, cancel or postpone these. Um, I think it's too early to make that decision. Um, we just have to take things a step at a time. Yeah. Uh, when it gets closer to it, we'll see how the state of the world and the pandemic is then, and we will make that decision. But we will keep everyone informed on this. We will. Um, because I know uh, it's disappointing to me because I had I was trying to make like a a meetup at a local zoo sometime late July, and with everything that's going on, of course, I've got to be a little more cautious with that. Uh, the Virginia Howl is going to be in September. There seems to be more more flex there. Like there's more of a buffer period to find out what's going on. I don't want anybody to be put in danger for either of these two events. So um, especially for like the 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 meetup in July. Uh, if this thing is continuing to spread, it's a bad idea to try to get everybody to go to one concentrated place from you know people from all over the place trying to meet together. So uh, again, we will monitor some of these things to see how they proceed. Um, I know I personally am not going to cancel anything unless I think it's absolutely necessary to. Um, I think it is very important for the community to look forward to these things. Yes. Um, yes. May, they may have to be delayed. They may have to be postponed. But uh, you know, it's once we do get through all of this, uh, I think it's going to be an important thing for us to focus on how to make these things happen again. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah, a sort of light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. It'd be a good light, not a bad light. <laughs> it's not a train. Why would it be a train? <laughs> We've already talked about Tiger King. No more talk about train wrecks. Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, that's just taking a day at a time right now because you can't predict anything more than a week ahead because you don't know what is going to happen then. Like when we're trying to get flight schedule for Don to go back to Scotland, even the people at the front desk are going, we're surprised to come here every day. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So... It's really a case of planning ahead. Is It's nice to know that that's going to happen in the future. But for everyone, we just have to plan day at a time. And when that gets closer, then we know what's going on. I think it's going to be necessary, too, for everyone to, you know, I know for me, one of the outlets that we have is uh, I've been going to Renaissance festivals for 20 some odd years now. Um, and, you know, even my wedding was a little bit of a, a theme in association with that. Um, not outright big old theme there. It was a, a little bit different than that. But we didn't exactly wear tradition, uh, traditional wedding garb uh, for the most part. So, but places like that is all this kind of comes in. They're already getting canceled on a basis. Please support continue to support the local arts, continue to support the local artists, continue to support these things that you've enjoyed over time. This is the time they need us more. Yeah, we're not going to get the enjoyment necessarily out of it this year, but 
if you want it there next year, you want it there the following year. They this is how they make their I living. Agreed. They are they have nothing right now. I've um commented an artist actually for a very long-term project, and I am pretty sure that they are very happy for the work that I'm giving them. So if I can help, I can help. It's like some event places as well. They've got either a rollover for next year or whenever they're going to happen, or you can just donate your actual uh, sponsorship to the actual convention to actually uh, let it continue into next year so they come back. <laughs> And it's going to be scary. It's, you know, we're not out of this yet, but we're getting there. We'll get there. We just have to take it one day at a time, put one pawn in front of the other. One snap at a time. They're long. <laughs> all right. So that kind of covers all the topics that we wanted to talk about today. Uh, we're going to kind of wind things down now. Uh, for, uh, I guess, my conclusion, I just want to say thank you all for tuning in. Uh, hopefully we're going to have more of these episodes out soon. Uh, we appreciate you listening and give us any feedback that you, uh, you know, as far as what you think may help this be a better podcast. Um, more importantly, stay safe and stay healthy in this time and uh, try to support each other. Agreed. Agreed. Care about each other, you know, show the love. It's love. Love can conquer a lot of this. Be smart. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Kind of a case of Luca on the bright side of life. Yes, yes. Because you don't know what's going to happen. A good bottle of scotch. Mm -hmm. You aren't alone in this. <laughs> and on that note, uh, Stormy, what is this thing about people? A wooing at eight o'clock in Colorado. Uh, there's a few other places that, that they've done it. I think Missoula, Montana, they're doing it as well. It's just uh, a way for people to let each other know that we're all there. Come and they, they come out at eight o'clock and howl, start howling for a few minutes. And um, it's, I mean, howling is good for the soul. It, you know, it, it, it gets that pent upness out and it also lets you know everyone know that you know that we're there for each other yeah those are pretty places to be doing a howl actually so you've heard it here first folks a woo is now legalized <laughs> wait why am i i'm, I'm a cat why am i endorsing because this? you're a cat <laughs> and this, is, now, this now, is chaos so that means that it's that, all right yes Meow woo is allowed to. Meow. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining in too. Uh, again, it was Blue, uh, Blue, sorry, yeah, Blue Wolf, Don Dracor, Aaron San Juan, Storm Dancer, and I, I don't know how to say this. Z, Z for Ned. I don't know. The, the some weird tiger guy. Psst, that's you. Oh, oh, Zephyr. <laughs> All right. And we hope to hear from you all soon. Cheers. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.